Good evening and welcome back to Mystic Hour, our live podcast about all things mystical and nerdy right here on Proficiency Bonus. I'm your host, Christy Mystic Water, and each week we will be having some cool roundtable chats with all sorts of awesome people discussing all the geeky fandoms, hobbies, and cultures. Uh, before we begin, just do a quick, quick couple shout-outs to Streamlabs for sponsoring our channel. They offer amazing tools for streaming, like alerts and applications. Their widgets are really fun and easy to use, so you should definitely go check them out. They're pretty awesome. Also, to our newest sponsor, DiceBard.com, if you would like to enter the coupon code PROBO, P-R-O-B-O, for free expedited shipping anywhere in the world. So go check them out. They offer all sorts of dice and cool D&D merchandise, like hats and t-shirts, cool, like, rainbow dice. They're a Vancouver-based company called DiceBar.com. Go check them out. And tonight, I am joined again by my new BBs from the Waterdeep campaign, Hell or High Waterdeep. I'm going to take you guys over to see them. There they are! Say hi! Hello! Hello! Internet, is that you? We are on the internet. Hello. So I am joined by Ink, Victoria, JJ is here. Lip and Danica. And Dakota. And Dakota, the little puppy. And the frame. Oh, hello. Excellent. So tonight's going to be pretty chill. We haven't really got much planned, but we're going to kind of just chill and chat. Maybe talk about our characters, talk about developing campaigns, talk... Oh, no. Oh, no, Danica. No! Oh, no. <laughs> this one aborted? Abort, abort! So, anyway, guys, so it's just us five here today. <laughs> uh, I don't have any names up, but um, from my left to right, it's Ink, Victoria, JJ, and then bottom below JJ is Lip, and then Danica. <laughs> Yeah. Um, first off, we're going to start off pretty basic, uh, just to get things rolling, and I'm going to go around and ask each of you what your favorite race and class is in terms of Dungeons and Dragons. Let's start with Ink. Super easy. Super. Uh, first character I ever played. Tiefling Bards, man. Um, I just, I love Bards because they're basically me if I was uh, going to be a class very theatrical, love magic. They're always, you know, seducing. And then Tiefling just matches up perfectly with that. Um, and I, I, I always, I've always liked the kind of demonic aesthetic, and I like that the community has done a lot more with Tieflings than what just the books describe. Mm. Tieflings of all colors, all creeds. Like more into the lore. Great. Yeah, yeah, you know, tieflings are rare. Tieflings are, you know, sometimes red. It's like, nope, nope, tieflings of every color, and they're they're everywhere, and we love them. And it's just, it was my first character. Uh, I need to revisit them. They're always in my mind. Okay, what about you, Victoria? <clears throat> What's your favorite race and class, and why? Um, well... I don't have a whole lot of experience like playing a lot of different races. Um, I I honestly I really like half elves. I like that they have like the elven blood, but I like that they're also like they're kind of like a, in between two worlds. They still get like a lot of the interesting like fey wild based like traits that elves get, but they're a little less like I'm an elf. 
Like, I, I don't know. Um, and I, you know, even though I know that JJ is probably going to roll his eyes at this, I liked Tabaxi. I like little cat people. They're really <laughs> there cute. My, there it is. Yeah. That was my first two characters that I played a total of, like, six sessions between the two of them. is not pleased with you. Victoria, <laughs> is not pleased. It's okay. Um, um, yeah, like I think that they're kind of, I think they're fun. They're and they're really cool. Like with like monk class. Um, yeah, I would say honestly, I really like, I like bards, but I think monk is like a very like a class with a lot of survivability. Um, they can do like a lot of different things, and eventually they get high enough level, and you just can't like. Like, you can't poison them, they can't be magically aged, they catch missiles, they just yeah. do all of this stuff. Yeah. So I think, and, and they like that they're kind of different, like that they're just a almost totally like martial, like literally like fist combat based thing as opposed to like spells or weapons, which you can do depending on what subclass you do, but mm-hmm. I think they're kind of different. And I like that you can flavor them a lot of different ways. Very, a very role playable class. What about you, JJ and Dakota? (laughs) (laughs) What's Dakota's favorite class? Yeah, what's Dakota's favorite class? (laughs) Uh, What's the one that sleeps the most? (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Bard. My favorite race is has got to be gnomes. Uh, I've got a weird like fixation on like really small kind of races so it's pretty it's pretty fun uh, there's actually really like a funny story that goes like along with why i love gnomes um so when i was like very first started playing D and like i was really getting into it i was like really struggling coming up with like, a character concept uh it was something that was really <clears throat> i don't know there was so many options and i was a bit overwhelmed mm. and i was thinking about it while i was driving and you know, you know when you drive and you just kind of like zone out. I mean, it sounds That's terrible because you please do not take the road. Like, the like you know, you mind. just get focused on the lines. Yeah. And you, 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 you don't you zone out from life. Yeah. <laughs> you just give up on driving altogether. <laughs> I just like you know, put my hands in the air and the, uh, take just it. take the wheel. <laughs> um, no, and I was driving, and in my hometown, along like the highway there. Uh, they have these different art installations. Like they swap it over every six to eight months. And I was driving, and the <laughs> what I drove past, I was just you know aimlessly looking because you couldn't help but look. But it was like this thirty-foot uh, chrome gnome that stands there, standing just you know in like I'm not a heroic pose, but just standing there, just in a nonchalant kind of pose, like watching over the highway. And I'm like, Aww. that's it. I need to play in gnome because that's you amazing. Want to be a it's a sign from the yeah, I want to be a thirty-foot gnome. <laughs> it was. And I want it to be made the... of like some metal and <laughs> biggest gnome that ever lived. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. So gnomes are definitely uh, my go-to just for that reason, and I've just loved them ever since. Um, they just got so many, so many different options. Uh, as for as for class, you know, I'm just a bard, you know, deep down in my heart. And, there's nothing more I can say about that. They're just so versatile, amazing. No, they're good fun. You're very much a bard, IRL. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What about you, Lip? Um. So. I definitely would say that I'm 
either because I know that Genasi is not really put in a lot of different campaigns, but Genasi's are very cool <laughs> to me, especially how ethereal they are and like their story lore. Um, but if not that, I think just commonly, uh, I typically go towards Elf. Um, I just like that they have this very kind of like passion for life. Um, but then also at the same time, they have such a longevity and each moment means something different to them. Um, whereas like they look at humans and just say like, you waste time on so much little things, but we have this long span of life. So I always thought that was pretty cool of elves um, and how like attached they get to the human race. Um, but then on top of that, as far as classes, um, I am most passionate about rogues. I think that <laughs> rogues are just badass. Like how many, how many things can you become absolutely amazing at as, as a rogue and just like blend in with nature. They're like super ninja. Like I, I love the idea of being like stealthy and sneaky. And I mean, um, a lore bard, but <clears throat> yeah, but that expertise, oh, yeah. like expertise that expertise out of this world, literally out of this world. So it's so good. Yeah. And then that on top of um, actual elves as well is just like that's like a perfect combo to me. I'm not biased. I swear I'm not biased. <laughs> this is the one time you're allowed to be biased. You're talking about your favorite yeah. combination. You've been playing an elven rogue for like over a year, so. I definitely have been pushing myself as far as the elfish thing. Um, I've, I do think that Janasi is like literally my second favorite, for sure. What about you, Danica? I don't know, actually, because like Victoria, I play, I haven't played as much as, I haven't played enough to experience every class and race, but I, I've GM'd for almost a year, so I guess I have some sort of idea. Um, bards are just so much great fun, uh, and I love them class-wise. Uh, I picked a fighter for my very first character, though, and I think I just liked being strong, because I'm physically not strong, so I wanted to play something that was different for myself. Um, but I think class-wise, and I think this might be like, I I originally when I was we were picking characters for the beginning, I was like, oh, I have a I have a warlock that looks like a wizard, and now I'm playing a like a paladin that sometimes looks like a bard. So like I, I like I like classes that look like another class, so you mistake them for something that they're not. I don't know why. It's just fun. Um, Race-wise, I don't know. They're all so fun. I love Dragonborn. I feel like everyone that appreciates Dragonborn, I think something about them, they're just they're just big, big mamas and papas. I just like it. I like that they're a bit more bulky, but they have like these like these like origins that can really shift their personality a lot, which is really cool. Like I have a, I have a gold dragonborn that's really like really peaceful kind. And then I have like a, I have a, in my campaign, I have a, oh gosh, I think they're uh, silver. They're very proud and prideful and like, I'm better than you. And the monk in my campaign is like, and it's a great foil for him. So I don't know. Dragonborns are great. I like them a lot. That's really surprising that you would do a fighter for your first character. It's not something I would expect. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. I guess I was just like, I want to punch, be versatile, and be able to, to just hit, hit everything stuff really hard. I, I get everything. I did a bunch of spellcasters, and then one day I was just like, 
I just want to have a a giant sword and just yeah, I just want to I just sword. Like for I don't want to have to pick spells. Yeah, for mm-hmm. me my favorite was always druid for the longest time just cuz I am more like naturally inclined. I love nature, I love animals. And so that was mm-hmm. like an instant yes for me. I love their versatility. I love like wild shape. I love that we, they can, she's all, like they can also be casters. They can also be tanks if you're a moon druid. And like for the longest time that was that was my go-to class. It wasn't until I started playing, like, watching Critical Role and seeing how versatile Scanlan is and being, like, amazing at everything with all of his expertise that lore bards kind of piqued my interest. And for the longest time, it was just bards and druids for the longest time for me. And it wasn't until I created Bubbles with her hardcore sword and just being the full-on tank, no magic needed, just go in and beat him up that I was like, oh, fighters and, like, fighters, like, classes are fun like you just smash things like martial classes are fun you don't have to think too hard yeah you really don't it's so it's so simple you don't have to think about spells you don't think about have to Mm -hmm. think about so much action economy or like spell slots or like you don't think about healing you just yeah you just just that's someone else's job that's someone else's job like (laughs) heal me i'm raging i'm I'm a bear totem i take all half damage except for psychic like i'm safe usually like it's it's so fun so for me that was like kind of eye-opening to realize how much i enjoyed barbarian so now I'm kind of, like, as much as I thought I just loved druids and bards, I think I'm now stuck between druids and barbarians. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you're talking, uh, something that me and Chris were talking about before, um, just as far as characters, I think one of the things that I've fallen in love with are characters who don't have to think. Yes. I think yes. The, dumber, the dumber the character is, the more fun it is to be to that take character. Notes. <laughs> I, <laughs> you don't have to actually remember things. You can I, actually kind of be easier going in the game. Yeah. And I, I, I've liked doing that, but then it's like me as a player, as a player I'm, you're always, like, yeah, I'm always I like, I've had, uh, I, cause, cause my, my paladin is so, he, he's really dumb and he, you know, uh, and it's like, I'll always think of a plan or I, I feel like I, the player have, because I'm there in a fate, we're in a Feywild campaign. So there's a lot of being tricked and mm. I will think I've figured out the trick, and I ha- and I'm like, but my character he he yeah. wouldn't figure that out, so I have to like, kind of role play it away. Like, yeah, role play it back almost. Yeah. 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 So I, I I do like I I I had another character that's like 18 or 20 intelligence, and I was like. Now, if I come up with, like, a weird plan or anything, like, I can just say it as the character because they're way smarter than me in, in real life. So it's anything goes. So both ends I find really fun. <laughs> my favorite, I think my favorite uh, race would obviously be Drow. Just because they have such yeah. a rich lore and culture behind them. There's so much to play with. They have like the dark side, and then they have also the ones that have kind of like defected, like defectors into the the upper world. And I just I just like playing with that idea and their culture and just how different like males versus females is, and it's it's kind of like an, a nice change. And like obviously like I like the color purple, so I always do purple drow. <laughs> but uh, yeah, similar to what Lip was saying in terms of like longevity, like the drow full drow elves live just as long as like a high elf and it's kind of nice to play with the idea that even though they're in this moment with this party it 
they're spending the time, whereas if you're in a party of, like, humans or, like, gnomes, you're going to outlive them eventually if you don't die. Especially if you're a druid and then you get, like, the at level 20, you live for, like, ten times longer. So it's, like, it, 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 it's, like, it's a nice way to get into, like, the mindset of what would happen if I outlived all my friends and family. Elves make so great sad. returning NPCs, though. Right? Yeah. You jump forward in the campaign, yes. like all of the other, all of the other characters lived out their whole lives. You go into the woods, and it's like, oh, you're still around. <laughs> yeah, I'm still like in my 30s, 40s. You're all dead. It's, it's so, so sad. I know, so it's crazy. It's like so nice. The most sad. sad thing. When I think yeah. about like I, I've seen art of Keyleth like all oh, gray. I know. Oh, and like that breaks me. No one she knows or loves is there is alive anymore. That's so sad. Oh, some of them could have figured out immortality. You don't know. I mean, Scanlan could. If anyone could, it'd be Scanlan. Yeah. So, Christy, what do you want to do? I don't know. Uh -oh. Leave his daughter behind. Uh oh. Actually, hmm. me and JJ have a question for you. Uh oh. Oh no. If you had to pick something else besides an elf to be, hmm. what would you be? Uh, probably Genasi. I like the elemental side. I, I like okay. just because like I'm so into like Avatar: The Last Airbender, like any water bending, earth bending, like if it's any sort of those type of magics. I really like the elemental sides of things. So probably Genasi would be my next choice. Which uh, which type of elemental? Probably water, mystic water. Duh. <laughs> Just want to make sure. I mean, yeah, if I had to choose, into that. I will play into it. But I also like I think the the last one I would choose would be air. If I had to choose it'd be water, then probably earth just because bubbles, and then fire, then air. Mine is probably exactly the opposite of what yours is. <laughs> the air? air gets to like fly, right? Yeah. 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 I do. just want to be They get levitate. I'm just, I'm just biased for my waterbenders, that's all. I feel like this whole party, like, we're all low-key, like, these kinds of personalities where we all, all just kind of want to play bard. Like, right? Yeah. We all like a little bard. Yeah, yeah this is, it's a whole party that surprisingly there isn't a bard, but everyone is- I mean, there should, will be. There will be. <laughs> Everyone's kind of bardy. That's a question. Um, in terms of multi-classing, would- Okay. Maybe not just for this campaign, but in general, is the- I, well, I guess, why not for this campaign? Would you guys multi-class in this campaign? If so, what would the combination be? Or, in general, what's your favorite multi-class combo? I have Yes, I've got a bunch of, like, big bads for everyone. And oh, no! Like, oh, no! no! <laughs> Tell us! Give us the spoilers! Let us Spoiler alert. No, no, no. <laughs> Go on. Since uh, I, I will be multi-classing. You will be, you yes. Will. Very soon. Bard. Um... Although I will be sad that I won't be getting, like, I'll be one behind, so everyone will be getting stuff, and I'll be like, I'm a little, a little behind, it's fine. You're going to get a bunch of You're going to get inspiration. You're going to get, like, yes. expertise and stuff. You'll be fine. And Jack yeah. Paul's track, That's you'll great. be fine. I'm a little sad Smite will have to wait, but, mm. but that was such a weird, too, like, the conception of that. Never in my brain had I thought of that combo before. And even if I had thought of it before I made this character, I would have been like, what? That's weird. Like, that doesn't go. Um, but it just made so much sense for this character. And I think Lip was helpful when we were talking about it. I was like, oh, I have these two ideas. And Lip was like, why don't you just make it in one character? And I was like, oh, why don't I? It's such a great option, I think, for people who are like, 
on the None of these fully yeah. define me. Yeah. yeah, like I want to combine them. Do it. It's it's not seen in like a lot of mainstream campaigns often, unless they're like level fifteen. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a good. I think it's something that's really fun. This this is something that I've written about in Opal's journal. I wrote out like a bunch of goals and ways that the character could go because the way Opal's stats are laid out, I could do, um, I think I can do any of the martial classes, maybe not rogue. Rogue needs dexterity, doesn't it? Yep. Yeah, you couldn't yeah, do any so of the I could soul do, dex-based ones. but Yeah, so I could do, so Opal could be a fighter, Opal could be a barbarian, Opal yes. could be um, a ranger, hmm. um, and Opal could also do any of the charisma-based classes. So I could do warlock, I could do sorcerer. Sorcerer is always weird to multi-class into because of the whole, like, well, you were born, born with it, with it. Right. so it's, you know, so... Maybe it's Maybelline. But, um, <laughs> I mean, and, and then also, also obviously, with the 20 wisdom could go into druid mm. and have the, the double wisdom spellcasting. So I talked about it a lot. Um, druid was obviously a possibility I due to the that, fact yeah. that they are a furbolg, mm-hmm. um, and so out of this entire party is the only person I'm sure has spent a day in the wood. Well, no, sorry, Blossom, but Blossom doesn't remember. <laughs> um, um, but the only thing was I'm also I in a flower shop see... with the druid assistant manager. I could, I could work with it if I had. True. I'm also curious why the uh, Lilith's playlist has so many songs about the woods. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it was more like a, a something that I drew inspiration from as opposed to something that Blair actually Witch Project. Did. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Druid was Druid was tough though because even though mecha- like it's one of those things where it's like mechanically obviously I should be a druid. Mm. It would just bump up my tankiness, give me way more spells. Um, but Opal in their backstory like tried to be a druid mm. and couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So for it to suddenly manifest, especially now that I'm not in nature, seems odd. Could be an interesting twist. But so what I more so started looking at was like, what are Opal's goals? And Opal has come to Waterdeep because Opal wants to grow this religion. So they need fame or at least renown in some form, which led to like the two quickest ways I could see gaining influence is either going a bard route and 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 perform and performing or a different kind of performance there's the um there's the like arena um basically just taking going going right into an arena and basically being a gladiator because that is a great way to get people's eyes on you not to mention would also be able to help heal injured people there using the cleric magic and then being able to take a point in either barbarian or fighter there to kind of make up for that martial training i find it's uh so those are for, all things for multi-classing because a lot of people look at it as like mid-maxing like what's the best combination whereas for me i'm like what's what's making the most sense character and rp wise like when yeah. i first made bubbles i wanted her to be a bear totem barbarian druid like a barbarian <laughs> So that's and it was just purely for one sake, and they're like, "That's not a good combination. You can't make magic when you're raging." I'm like, "But it's fun." And it's a lot of fun. I've made a barbarian NPC. I find that to be one of 
like story wise, it just sounds it seems so smart. It's like it's like the you know the war drums yeah. and how how the warrior closely, poet. Like, yeah, it's just there's so many cool ways you could spin it. But yeah, so what about you, JJ? What's a good combination for you if you were to multi-class anything? I don't know. I always fall into the trap of uh, multi-classing just because I <laughs> I'm limited to you know how much I can play D and D during every any given week. <laughs> So I'm like, all right, I want to play like every single class. So I'm just gonna like, yeah. you know, multi-class. <laughs> one, one level of every class. single thing. <laughs> yeah, so I can have all their abilities. I've, and I've like read an article that did that. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm a big fan of it. Uh, I don't. I'm definitely not uh, the min the min maxing type. Uh, I think if the story demands it. Even if it's not by my own design, I will I will take a class in a I mean I'll take a level in a certain class and you know play it that way. I may may not ever be useful for me. I may not ever use it, but if it if it makes sense for the story, I'm yeah. more probably going to be more than willing to do it. I have another question for you, JJ. <laughs> How did you choose these lovely people? When you were going through all those hundreds of applications, how did you narrow it down to the Tell four? us why we're better than everyone. Yes, basically, you stroked their ego. Tell us how amazing we are. All right, so what I did is, because there was like, what, 317? Yeah. Oh, 371. He had a lot of work to, like, start yeah. this campaign to even narrow it down to, like, get us. And again, thank you for everyone for applying. Yes. You're all fantastic. Uh, yeah. So could only hard to find a 300 people. Decided die to roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I couldn't find that 317 sided die. So what I did is I just went to a random number generator. And <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Did that five times and everyone's number came up. So congratulations. How many, how many interviews ones. did you do? Yeah. I had, I, I planned for 25. I think I ended up doing about 23. I think a couple never got back to me or dropped out last minute. Oh, uh, but yeah, wow. I did 23 one-on-one wow. interviews. And like, well, you know, like, obviously you're all there. You know how long I went for. Uh, yeah. So. Well, all of ours, <laughs> something that we had talked about was how we all had like really long interviews with you. You and you were like, I'm sorry, I have like 57 other people. I to have talk to, to go. Today. So many, so many. And you got and you got sick in the middle of that. I did get mm-hmm. sick, so yeah. I was <laughs> struggling to fit everyone in at the end. But you know, it worked. It worked. I was spooked there for a minute. I was like, you like hadn't responded, JJ, and I was like, oh no, he doesn't want to in. Like he found someone doesn't want to talk to me because you were like, oh, we'll do it today. And I was like, yep. awesome! I'm so excited. And then you're like, sorry, can't. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, and then and then like four or five days had passed. And then I was like, and then you responded. I was like, oh yeah, he actually wants to like start talk. I was so nervous. I was like, oh. But seriously, I want to I want to know like your your method, like because this could help other DMs in the future for um, compiling new campaigns. Was there a method? Yeah, like a order. Um, look, there, there's really no madness to it whatsoever. Uh, pretty much, I just I, <laughs> I didn't I say that off, when we interviewed together. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I, I based it off um, everyone's personalities, how they like I how they responded to questions I was asking. If I thought they were, you know, just decent, decent, good people by the way they acted, the way they spoke. Um, as well as if I thought their personalities were going to bounce with other people's personalities. So I had, a, I had a lot to think about. So I had like this three page kind of mind map going 
with everyone's names listed down. And I was thinking, all right, given their responses and their attitude towards the game and towards what we're trying to accomplish, I think they'd gel well with this person or like they've got the same kind of interest with these people. So I think they'd gel well together. So it was like a big mess of like lines and connected dots kind of thing. So it's like I was you know, trying the to figure director out director uh, of mystery or, or something. We, like we, we do oh, have a good overlap of interests. We do have a good overlap of interests when we all when yeah. we all met each other. I think you I think you were a pretty good matchmaker. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think instant, I was too. I instant think I chemistry, instant connection. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, other okay. than that, it was just if you're if you're if you're a DM like planning a campaign, um yeah, sometimes you don't have the time to go through and, you know, I guess screen all your players. But if you do have that time, like, I thoroughly recommend that all DMs should do that. Get to know the people you're playing with before you decide to jump into a game with them. Make sure, you know, your interests and everything kind of align with one another and with the other players. Because um, <clears throat> my ultimate goal here was to create, like, a safe, inclusive space for everyone. And I, I think I've... Uh, I think I've done pretty well in, in doing that. Uh, yes. Yeah. So just, I mean, just have some feeling. Like it's it's more than just playing a game. It's mm-hmm. you know you're bonding with these people. That's what it is. Like you don't just get on and then log off as soon as the game's done and not talk to each other again for the, for a week or whatever. Like it's uh, it's a it's a family. It's a community. So yeah. Like just really just dive in head first to it. That's my so- advice for all DMs out there. So JJ, I'm I'm a noob myself, and let's say my username is probably rmir101, and I'm looking to get into some D and D stuff myself. What are some things that I think about when starting a, a DM campaign? Are you looking to start your own campaign? You're looking to join as a player? Maybe either one. What's what's your advice for folks who are just jumping in? <sighs> just jumping in. Um, put yourself out there don't be afraid like i know it's it can be a little tough you know going out and meeting new people and and putting yourself out there like that but it's a it's a necessary step uh and it's the most important the first step you'll be taking in this you know big wide journey that is you know D and and meeting people uh put yourself out there apply on different forums i roll 20 is a great way to um to mix and match with people i sometimes it doesn't always work yeah. out that's true but you know there are those times when you get lucky and you just meet a great bunch of people and you just instantly click uh other than that I, I suggest going down to your local game store seeing what games they have going there even if you've got friends that are interested in the game or that know about it or even if they don't like just start to talk it up a bit and get them interested in it and start your own campaign that way you know, buy, buy a couple of books. You don't even have to do that if you don't want to. But it's just, yeah, it's all about putting yourself out there and taking that, you know, that big kind of leap into the unknown. I've, I've also started. I've also heard that, like, even, like, within your family, if you have a good relationship with your family, if you have, like, little cousins or younger siblings, um, honestly, like, so it's... Or, or even it, you can, you can talk... If you're, like, a babysitter... Um, I've heard tons of stories about like babysitters, you know, they end up, they start running a game for like the kids that they watch over. Like kids are such a like fountain of excitement and creativity. Um, and like anyone who says that you can't run D and D for kids is 
like lazy wrong yeah <laughs> there's a whole community on during, reddit and youtube videos of how to run for kids doing it at a during, during my rounds on placement because you know i'm kind of in the final final weeks of you know my uh, bachelor of teaching my master's of teaching sorry sorry and um <clears throat> you know it's it's yeah i know exciting uh, it's very it's extremely easy like i've run dnd games one shots mini campaigns with you know groups of anywhere between five to eight uh, eight to ten year olds so i mean it's incredibly easy and they're they're a lot of fun to play with and they just come in with this you know an open mind and a, a free spirit and it's it's great to see and they don't get you know too bogged down in rules and if you're if you're running game uh, for kids at that age i mean oh, did you just yeah, dog is so bored with this shit <laughs> um, yes yeah, so, so if you're running games for, for kids of that age just you you go with the flow as well like don't don't get focused on rules just make it fun for them make it a good experience for them that's that's all it's about anyway yeah into it. hello it's like telling you to be what kind of like personality like what when you were like going through the applications like what were you looking like i know you're saying you made you're like these people would be good with these people but like what were you looking for like in your players i mean aside from just like people that are perfect like is which is what we have right now <laughs> five like, people question D D. the mystery yeah! question question jj i'm getting grilled, getting grilled. <laughs> um that that's a tough one i think what it was pretty much for me was i wanted people i felt like that I could connect with, um, you know, more just before thinking about the rest of my plays and designing a group initially going into it. I wanted people that were, you know, that little bit charismatic that could talk that weren't, I mean, I know it's difficult sometimes just jumping on and talking with a, a random person online, but like, if you can break that barrier straight away and be charismatic, be friendly, be open, be you know forthcoming, like that's a, that's a great start to that or you're already building that relationship so i think that's a key thing i was looking for um and that took a i mean that took precedence over you know what all of you thought about the uh the game in general and how it should be played so i was getting to know you as people before i was getting to know you as players um that was my my big ultimate thing that I was, you know, kind of going for. And, you know, you're all lovely, amazing people. So I, I think I did pretty well. Father. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> JJ, what were your first impressions of everybody in that interview? Oh, that's right. Because we said oh, what our first impressions of you were. So we want to know what JJ's first impression was of everybody, including me, if you remember that, was, that far back. That was so long ago. I know, right? Oh my God. I still remember. I know, you're like 400 years old. <laughs> Eldritch Jeez. beings, you. Oh, well. Um, 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 this is tough. This is really tough. You can make me laugh if you have to. I get really <laughs> nervous. <laughs> super nervous about this topic. <laughs> no, uh, lip, lip was great. I think you were actually my first interview. You, you, you're my very, you're my very first interview, and I, I went into it and I was like, I was super nervous, and I think that was the, I think that was probably the first thing I said to you, like. I'm really fucking nervous. So like, you know, don't stress. This isn't anything formal. We're just going to, you know, it's just going to be casual. We're going to be chatting, just going to be getting to know you. Um, like you, you intrigued me in, well, you still do. Uh, you, you intrigued me just, I didn't, 
I, I've heard, I heard of you before through Christy and, you know, I think we were going to be in a one shot together, but you know, it didn't end up panning out. Oh my God. I remember that. That's when you went to work and didn't show up. And I was like, Hey, where are you? You're like, Oh shit. I went to work. <laughs> Apologies for that. <laughs> <laughs> I just never remembered that. Wow. Yeah, that, was, that was already a red mark in my book. Uh, what did you put That was the first strike. That was the first strike. That's when I knew I was going to get stabbed in the first episode. <laughs> I apologize. No, you don't. No, I don't. I don't apologize for that. I'm, I'm, I'm very cruel. I'm a cruel DM. Uh, <laughs> no, you, you were, you, I guess, exceeded my expectations. I didn't. I mean, I didn't go in with any expectations uh, per se, but the way we, the way we talked and connected, it was beyond what I thought. You know, th- these interviews would be, and I think. I think I was really lucky uh, interviewing you first because you set the precedence, you set the tone how the rest of the the interviews were going to go, and that was why, you know why did you pick me first? <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, Dedica. I'm, I'm quite sure you would have had to say when you were available. So <laughs> gets the um, email and is immediately already replying thirty seconds after it's been received. I'm available these days. That was that was very very true. I. I almost threw up when, like, the interview process even Hard same. So, uh, oh. Yeah, 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 okay, keep going. I'm sorry, it's just... Uh, Bar I, set. Yeah. yeah. People talking about me makes me uncomfortable. I just like... <laughs> That's what we were doing to Danica for the entire I know, hour I before we started. <laughs> so much easier to talk about other people, but when people start talking about you, it's super awkward. <laughs> Um, no, you were you you were fantastic. Uh, yeah, we connected in a way I I, I initially didn't uh, didn't think we would. So uh, thank you for being such a great uh, <laughs> interviewee. Thank you, thank you. Um, next, who should I do next? Victoria. <laughs> oh, my camera wasn't working. I didn't have it. <laughs> what? He got on the video call. I was like, oh my god, there's a bearded man here, and my camera's not working. <laughs> And that's when he knew. <laughs> that was the one. That was the one. <laughs> oh my god! I couldn't tell if that was a good thing or not. <laughs> I mean, now knowing Victoria, that's the best thing. <laughs> I mean, it is pretty hard to get me flustered. I'm usually the one who's doing the flustering, flustering. Flustering. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it was. Uh, I think we had uh, Dylan in, uh, next. I think that was my my next interview. Um, a lot of the things that that you were saying, Inc., just really kind of resonated with me. I, I feel like even though we didn't have you know similar experiences, kind of growing up, because we did. We we kind of we went off into you know, we did our personal lives a little. We bit went into our childhoods. Yeah. No. <laughs> It was a really, it was a really deep kind of thing, um, but we, I, I felt like I, I resonated with you like almost immediately. Like it was a, 
a great interview and like you had a lot of the the qualities i was looking for um when trying to when trying to build together you know this little group so i mean (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to like think back and remember um no i mean like you're personable you spoke well like you weren't i mean Honestly, I, everyone interviewed. I ev- picked out my outfit specifically for that interview. <laughs> you would. I picked out a specific. Sh- I was looking all around with my mother. You were like, you were like, I'm gonna. You were like, I'm just like eating something or something, and I was like, Mom, where's my like shirt that my players made for me? It'll be a good like conversation starter. I was going around my whole house. I was like, do my hair. <laughs> Meanwhile, I like. And, 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 and so I was looking like a like like trash. So, um, no, you were. I think. I mean, I'm like you're all my best interviews, which is probably why I, I picked you. But I think uh, my interview with with you was one of my was one of my favorite ones. Um, <laughs> when you go watch the Mystic Hour, where you hear about my first impression of you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I remember exactly what because yeah, Christy, yep. Christy was like, "What was all of y'all's first expectation of JJ?" And I'm, I think I was the first person. Who, I was the first person to say something. And, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, moving on. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, all right. I think yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember the timeline here. Uh, Victoria, you would have been next in line. <sighs> Um, <laughs> I mean, you, were, you there. <laughs> you were great. Uh, well, I, it, it's a little hard to remember because you, yeah, you didn't have a camera, which I was like, mm, but I, I, Wait, I had the a whole session happened that. without the camera. Without the interview the happened without the camera. Cool, because I didn't know that I that the Mac webcam or the Apple laptop thing doesn't like Discord or Discord doesn't like it. So I was like, oh, <laughs> noops. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was, I mean, it was totally fine though because you know we had no problem conversing. I, I was connecting with a lot of things you were saying. Like a lot of things made sense to me, and I was like, okay, all right. I, I think, I think definitely, maybe yes. I'd love to have this person, you know, in a campaign that I'm running. Um, and I, I got to say, I mean, just going a little bit off topic here, I was, I was a little bit intimidated when. Uh, especially uh, you, Ink, and you, Danica, told me you were DMs because like, <laughs> I don't have like, <laughs> I don't have, like a, a broad range of experience with running games myself. Like I'm still very new to the whole, uh, you know, the DM side of things. So I was like, oh, oh, damn. Mm. <laughs> Should I? Are they going to be like constantly judging everything I do? Or yeah. so I was really, I was a little bit insecure about that when I found out. But you know pulled through anyway so so congratulations you've been faking it pretty well i'm just i, I was like yeah. wow he's just got it like all together huh <laughs> and then you're like i don't i don't i don't know what i'm doing i'm winging i'm winging all of it um <laughs> hello uh no victoria you're amazing uh i i think i knew we, we had a like small kind of like you know chats prior to the actual interview and I think I knew then just like the, like how open you were and how, you know, 
thinking that I was talking about edging like day, like day one I really wasn't uh, I mean with how we know you I, it's, it wouldn't surprise any of us if that's how you introduced yourself to JJ like yeah that's how you introduced I like I, edging I thought it was gonna be me that had that humor and like Victoria just like Victoria just home run out herself in there I was like Oh, I was, I was pumped. <laughs> right from the get-go. And you know what's weird? She didn't give off any of those vibes during the interview. Uh, but that <laughs> I tricked you all. <laughs> it was very, she was yeah, very, yeah. Uh, she was very uh, Lilith. <laughs> it was very polite. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I think, like, I talked a lot about how, like, D&D is, like, the only thing that keeps me going with my mental health and I was just like <laughs> if you don't put me on this show I will die <laughs> not like that I know I know uh, it was, yesterday was mental health day everybody world mental health day take care of yourselves and today's national coming out day we're all gay yay <laughs> thanks mom way to out everybody I can't you asked all up here I mean, the rainbow is kind of. Yeah, <laughs> I have a TV Universe poster on my wall. Oh, that's Gano. I have. I took down the dragon. Oh no! Was the dragon? Um, I mean, yeah, dragons, so dragons are gay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Danica, you you were actually one of my last uh, interviews. I think you were like the third last, second last. Oh. Um, but like it's like coming off that interview like as soon as we finished i was like yeah like that's a person like i need in my campaign like you were so bright you were you were bubbly like you had all these like great inventive fantastic ideas um i mean it was pretty <laughs> pretty difficult to say no so i, I think <laughs> i think we kind of like inst- instantly clicked when we, when we were chatting just as i did with uh, the rest of you here uh but yeah like coming out because you're one of the final ones as well like coming out of it i was like yeah all right big tick she'll work well with this person she'll work well with this person like it's gonna be it'll be all sweet there so yeah you were, yeah you all you all interviewed uh and then christy was there so it was like yeah, kind of like she pushed herself into it hey really now okay you know what you know what <laughs> <laughs> JJ dragged me into this. I was supposed to be in Michael's campaign. I got dragged into this. No, she butted her way into it. She I just didn't want her in here because I didn't want to see her twice a week. Yeah, and... it makes sense because she was just like, you know, I'm going to be in this campaign and I totally want you to like talk to me more. So uh, we're going to be in Japan Sunday. Oh, uh, yeah. Every time Christy's on the chat, I'm just like, oh, God. Yeah, you know what? I'm just going to see what myself out. I see how it is. She's like, no. It's, it's not, not personal. Campaign. I'm not going to be one character. I'm going to be like 18 characters. <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's not us. It's you. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Yeah, I, I, no, I'm just kidding. I think Love I was one that, like, instigated that. Like, I forced you pretty much, like, you know, don't be, don't be a druid. Don't bring one of your former characters in. Play something fucking new. Be That's creative, true. please. <laughs> please, I beg you. I want you to expand. <laughs> Do something different. And so, yeah, I'm really, I'm really thankful for uh, 
Blossom Blaze Aki. <laughs> you made such a cool character. No. Yeah, like characters. characters. <laughs> they actually are really good though. Like your transitions are. are- so good and like all the non even though yesterday was non-canon like oh my god like blaze's whole like monologue about the system was just like so good i love how some i like how some alters will be closer with others and i think with other characters i think that's really cool like i can already see like blaze and ricks are gonna just get along just fine and blossom loves opal and it's it's and i feel like aki you know aki and lilith we have our lady Robin. tea time. Go and together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think those three like go together really well. Mm-hmm. Robin's gonna see, get like, along Christy. with Yuki because he's gonna fireball everybody. We're all gonna be dead. <laughs> yeah. I see Christy and all like three or well, three so far. I see very like they're all heavily influenced by Christy. I can what just see like mean? all these <laughs> different aspects of a personality in all three. Oh. Just from, just <laughs> from knowing you for so long, sure. like it's you know, just like yeah. Yeah, okay, that's a very Christy that's, thing to say. That's 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 a that's a fun thing to talk about. Like ne- because you talked about how all of us were an interview and now you've seen. The the characters that we've made. Wait, wait, wait. You know. I want to back up. <laughs> he back wants to up. completely back up and change it all over. Wait, back up. <laughs> I want to know your first impression of me like a year ago. Because like, I never, I don't think we've ever talked about this. I hated you. I thought you were no. There it is. It can explain everything no, I've ever no, destroyed. I, I, was, I, was the one, I was the one that pushed for you. I was the one that pushed for you uh, when you, you chucked your application up on the... Uh, for the stream on Roll20. Um, we were kind of, I mean, going to go into a... We, we kind of wanted to limit the amount of players we had uh, going into Storm King Sun because we played, like, Matthew Markle and I had played previously and we had about six or seven player characters. Uh, so, you know, it was it was a very busy wow. game. There was lots going on. And, like, we were all very, like, roleplay-centric kind of people. So, I mean, like, we hardly even touched the surface of the previous campaign we were going through. Uh, I mean, it just went in totally different directions. Yeah. <laughs> so they had these ideas, like, they wanted to be, like, they have, like, a strict, you know, four-player uh, kind of policy thing just to, you know, keep things fresh, keep things running smoothly. And then you threw your application up on, on Roll20, and because I was, you know, going through through all of them just, you know, seeing which one I give my recommendations to. And you posted yours. I'm like, yep. Yep. She needs to be, she needs to be on the show. She sounds great. I mean, yeah, you're, you just wrote your application out really well. And I I think it worked out pretty well. You, you jumping in on Storm King's Thunder. Um, I also did want another female presence on the show. Mm -hmm. Um, Not for any of our sakes, uh, mostly for Zoss's sake. Mm-hmm. especially her being a little bit younger and a new player. Like I wanted there to be another female on the show for her. So mm-hmm. she felt more comfortable uh, coming in, role-playing, playing the game instead of just her being there with a bunch of other guys. And it's funny um, because Zoss was actually saying when I was interviewing her, like she was excited to be the only girl. And then I got dumped <laughs> in and she was like, God damn it, I'm not the center of attention. I'm like, I'm sorry, Zoss. <laughs> I, I think she says that, but I think she's really she's actually really appreciative that yeah, you are a part of the campaign because it would have been. I mean, I can't put myself in in her shoes, but I, it would have been a very uh, intimidating experience. If I think it, was it would just, have gone a lot differently too. Yeah, if it was just a solo, uh, you know, 
just a solely female kind of campaign. So I th I'm glad that, you know, you threw your application and then jumped in and that I really pushed for you because I did want to limit it to four, four people. So yeah. you have me to thank for that. Oh, thanks, JJ. <clears throat> yeah, no problem. <laughs> so you're the reason I'm here right now then. Yes, absolutely. So, so the way I see it, you owe me. But I'm owing <laughs> you with my internet speeds. Exactly. <laughs> Did you do the old application or new application for uh, Waterdeep? Me? Yeah. What do you mean? When you applied she did her own I application I did, I did, well no yeah, I, did, did. I did a test you in one. yeah i did a test application because <laughs> you're like does this thing work and i'm like let me try <laughs> oh, okay you would okay yeah because you'd already done it with the other campaign that it outside so you were familiar with the site and everything mm. the, search, the website with line because uh, i didn't layout. do the old one no i did the one that you did because we were testing the google docs right but like uh. he pretty much already said that I was in, but we wanted to make sure that it was it was working, every everything was okay. So I could have totally have read your application. Yeah, it was just bubbles though. <laughs> she actually she actually did say in her application, if Lip doesn't get in, I'm not gonna be playing. I did so. not <laughs> I'm pretty sure I it's at the opposite. Okay, I, I did push her lip. I, I, I he said he wants to be no, back no. So she got the knife and she plunged it into my ribs. I should have, <laughs> I should have, I should have written secret messages to Lip and in, in, in <laughs> patient Strahd. Um, yeah, because that was the, the thing that's really strange is that I can see um, the for the first four applications after mine i could see emails come in and i freaked out because it was just like yeah you applied for this uh this campaign and then it said i applied for this campaign again and then it said i applied for this campaign again i was like oh my god i only apply once jj's gonna think that i'm like neurotic i'm sending like eight <laughs> different applications and i realized that the emails are different i was like oh okay then i should probably change that as soon as possible <laughs> I, I remember I remember for my application oh. for for Stroud, I was like all I was like all nervous. I was like, it didn't go through and Lip was like, hold on, I can check. It's no, it didn't. Weird. No, it didn't. I was like did it go did through now? And you're like, things. Yeah, yeah. yeah I <laughs> but I still I still think yes, I'm like, but what if I actually didn't get it in? That's what the thing. Like I, even though I pushed for Lip because like I, I did want Lip in the game just because I do enjoy playing with him uh for the past year. Um, I was totally okay if you didn't get in, but the fact that you went in and went above and beyond with the Google Docs to help JJ out, I'm like, you're giving your own self brownie points. I don't need to help you. You did it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't even like trying to get brownie points. It was just the fact that I was I know, not going to do this PDF. <laughs> I refused to do this PDF. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> so really, it was just selfish intentions, not being a nice person. Gotcha. So I'm getting this question on uh, Twitter. I'm just kind of curious. How old is proficiency bonus? Uh, they they just said it in the chat. It's um, proficiency bonus is, has been streaming for a little over a year, I guess. Yeah. But we've been here for three weeks now. This yeah, so we're just learning how to walk. Yeah. We've already almost known each other for a month. Well, my no, dude. we've already been we we've known each other for like two months. Honestly, now. it feels like three uh, years. I mean, like I guess. Oh, yeah, that's Because we, <laughs> we did session zero, <laughs> like, session. Yeah. That's right, because we technically talked a lot before the character. Characters have known each other for less than 24 hours. Yeah. At least with Opal added. The rest of you well, how have a go? history. JJ, because you were with uh, Michael and Matthew beforehand, right? 
for how long yeah, were yeah. you guys playing for before you guys decided to go live with the streaming? I think it was nine months. Wow. We we all knew each other before we, we decided to take that step. Um, I mean, they're just they're just great people uh, in general. So I was more than happy to kind of jump on jump on that bandwagon with them. Uh, where will yeah. be another year from now? <laughs> and a shit ton of drama. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully you're. Uh, if Stalking Thunder is anything to go by, a shit ton of drama. I'm. I, I, I'm I mean, I mean the characters, whatever. But I mean, like us. I'm just saying, they all all of the Storm King Thunder group needs to get inside of the carcass of the White Dragon and run in with it to the room with the monster thing and just like see spoilers. what happens. <laughs> Light spoilers. <laughs> like, Spoiler alert. I have a bunch of episodes. Let's right. go, Molfin. Like, make it happen. <laughs> I know, I know, I know that these If there's one thing that you definitely shouldn't do, it's encourage Molfin. that man. Yeah. I will encourage every action that Molfin takes. Alright, alright, Christy, save us from our own future selves by giving us another great question. Oh god, okay. <laughs> Just so you guys know, already Stumpy and I are uh, plotting to take over uh, Mystic Hour with JJ pretty soon, so... Um, <laughs> what are you gonna call it? Stumpy like Hour? Stumpy Hour, yes. <laughs> that would god. be... And a no. shit show having Stumpy <laughs> and JJ all on one show. Oh, oh God. I just, I just know. I can't wait for it. I can't. I, I need to, I need to play a game with Stumpy. I like Stumpy. Uh, <laughs> play, hit me up. Um, play a game with me. When it comes to rule lawyers and negative experiences, are there? How do you deal with those types of people? Have you dealt with those types of people? Or like, is there a set I, way of? approaching I stab their character in game <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was gonna say what? I already had like two negative experiences with my character's friend almost dying <laughs> um I got, I got a little uh, story to tell <laughs> oh is it the two backs <laughs> <laughs> no it's not <laughs> um so <sighs> When I first decided to try my hand at DMing online, because I had done it for a few friends, uh, you know, we just ran through Tomb of Annihilation for a few sessions, uh, which is really fun. But, you know, real life and stuff catches up with people. So, you know, unfortunately I had to call it quits a little bit earlier than we would have liked. Uh, I decided to run a, uh, a Lost Mind, just an introductory adventure for a... I think it ended up, yeah, it did. It did end up being an all female group, not how I planned it, but I mean, I, those were just the types of people that threw their applications out and they were the best applications there. Uh, so it ended up being an all fem female group with, with me as a DM. Uh, they're all amazing people. Uh, and we, there was four of them, but one of them couldn't make it to every session. So we decided to add another person to the campaign and this person happened to be uh, another guy um so he was the only guy in the party and he was a i could f as soon as he joined i f felt like the dynamic of the game almost changed instantly like you could you could tell that he was not i guess 
excited about being the only male player in the game. Like it threw off the power balance for him oh, yeah. a little bit. I, like, oh you, boy. You could, you could tell. Uh, oh, and we were, we were playing, we were just, you know, innocently playing, going through the lost minds of Fandelva. And he, we all, you know, we wouldn't have our cameras up um, just because some people weren't comfortable with that. So we just decided to do it a, a voice only kind of thing. Uh, so he would sometimes just type stuff in the chat, uh, being lazy or whatever, which I wasn't a fan of because I like to, you know, be vocal, talk, just add that extra sense to the game rather than just being a text only uh, kind of game. Anyway, so he's obviously forgotten to mute his microphone or mute whatever he was speaking on and in the in the background we all hear and mind you this is a a game that currently had four female players he was he started to verbally assault his his partner his female partner uh in like in front or i guess in front of the of the table uh screaming at her shouting obscene things which i will not repeat uh, all while these female players were listening in and hearing everything uh, that was happening. And it made them incredibly uncomfortable. It made me incredibly uncomfortable that they were in that situation and that he was the type of person <clears throat> that could say things like that uh, just to anyone in general, let alone someone you're sharing your life with. Yeah. Uh, so in an absolute instant, I let him know in front of everyone like that's not okay you can't be doing that you are not welcome in this game anymore and he left the group uh voluntary voluntarily <laughs> after, after that <laughs> yeah. but he was saying some absolutely terrible things and i could do nothing but apologize to the uh to the poor ladies that were had to kind of sit there and endure that well you know it was shocking um absolutely terrible i don't know how that related to the question though so sorry. Well, that is a negative experience because I was talking yeah. about how you would there handle we... negative experiences or rural lawyers in general. Like just that was very much a negative experience. Yeah. Um, so that's actually why a big reason of why I like to, I guess, have those one-on-one interviews with people before mm-hmm. uh, I, I, you know, mm-hmm. get them into into my games, uh, just to make sure they're good people were on the same wavelength, and an incident like that will not occur again because that was a big dampener on the experience. Yeah, <clears throat> for sure. That's crazy. Yeah. What about anyone else? Have you guys have negative experiences or? The the, the worst thing I. <laughs> People snoring in the middle of your game. <laughs> the worst. The the, the, the worst, from the table. The worst thing I had because I never had a rules lawyer because mostly playing with friends I was always the most up on the rules so it was normally me you know, correcting other people, but not, you know, as, as the DM. Um, but I did have an, I did feel like I had an issue with like an unmotivated player, um, or at least an unmotivated player character Mm. where it was just like, there wasn't really a way to get like that, that, that they just didn't, it was a character that didn't really care about engaging in in the world and the current plot that was going on. And the thing was, I've had I've had people that are like they they have an existing character 
that they want to that they they're like i want to be this and it was like one of my first so i was like i was like bring him whatever you want you know i was just saying like i didn't put any restrictions so i there was a lot of like you want to do a homebrew class cool do you want to do a homebrew race cool we'll just we'll we'll do it um but i felt like you know for that being so open it actually ended up being kind of limiting mm. because it led to because the thing is in D, right no matter what kind of character you are because there's so many different characters you can be you want to be a a character that works with the group you know you can't do the lone you can have the lone wolf personality but it's like mm-hmm. it's for whatever reason game. like it's you're playing with friends you're not playing by yourself yeah yeah it's a you have to find yeah, yeah you have to find a reason that you're a part of this group and you have to find a reason why you are an adventurer yeah right because you need to go on the adventure like and i felt like i had this character that they would honestly have been just as happy soloing just staying at their mm their place of, of residence and continuing their job and and it happened twice this this person that made two characters and i was like these feel like the same both kind of researchy type characters and i was like i need to find a way to like engage you so like retroactively i you know i i, I had to just do some better story hooking on my part Thankfully, someone else played, like, a childhood friend of that character, um, and that person was more adventurous and kind of, like, well, well, now I have to watch you, so come on. Um, but I think, looking back on it, what I would have done differently as the DM is had a little bit more of some proper session zeroing. Uh, I felt like everyone always kind of wanted to just get into it and and it's it, it had been tough in the past like to do a one-on-one thing or even just everyone sit in this group but it's like i felt like if if i i i could have fixed it a little bit more had i actually kind of put my foot down a little bit more and been like look you all agreed like we all agreed that we were gonna do like this adventure so like make someone that wants to go on that adventure and in a give, sense you know give a yourself a reason boundary. that is a sense of putting boundaries on your players being like hey this is what i expect from you like expectations yeah. and boundaries and like i know you said you you left it unlimited and open for them but yeah they knew like what the theme what was gonna what was gonna happen but yeah it was for my first time because i didn't want to be like oh only do you know the player's handbook races but still by by putting that forward saying hey you guys are playing a cooperative game this is my expectations for you going forward like you don't have to limit their character selection and character traits and stuff but you can put a limit on like what you expect from the table like i don't expect one player to go off by themselves because I can't multitask. I mean, some DMs can, but, like, if only one character is going off and the rest of the party is doing something else, you're going to focus on the rest of the party. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so I I think, and I also think some, possibly some good advice to give, because a lot of, uh, another problem that I had, I have, I was, my players made me a shirt that says, this is the game. Because I would always put out a scene, and then I would stop narrating, and I would pass it off to the players, and it would just be silence. And I knew these people. Like, I knew that they could make great characters, and while they, while a lot of them were shy, I was like, you don't have to talk in character, you don't have to do a voice. Um, but so often, there was kind of these, these lapses 
And that's why I would go, come on, guys. Like, you know, this is the game. Like, mm-hmm. just step into it. And I think a, some good advice that I would give now is even if you're playing with friends, if it's like the first time, I think it actually really helps to just have those have the characters be pre-established, either in small groups like what we did for Waterdeep, or just, there's nothing wrong with opening it up and being like, you have already been adventuring with Mm -hmm. each other for some time, or you are already friends. Mm -hmm. Because that gives them just, because you're friends in real life, and you know how you talk to your real friends. I feel like having it be because i had had it start with like you all received a message from the same person but they were all meeting each other for the first time save for those two people that were childhood friends and had been separated i think great advice for people that are just playing for the first time no matter what or even just in general like don't be afraid to have those pre-established connections i feel like it makes it stronger and you get you get you start off on a really good foot you know, instead of everyone being strangers, it's it's nice to be able to at least have one or multiple people that know your character a little bit more so that you don't have to feel so closed off. It saves that, you see, from that awkward interaction mm-hmm. of, like, yeah. being like, oh, hi. It's like, and it's, you know that you have to talk to that character, but, like, in doing it in character is weird. Yeah, for yeah. your character find a reason to... That's why I like what we did with Waterdeep. I mean, I know Opal it was great. is the odd one out, but it's st- we still had a session zero where Opal and Lilith, Lilith connected. So in a and sense that like we're all connected like bi- bilaterally in some sense. Yeah, just doing that one session with Lilith and then talking with Victoria a lot afterwards just about how that session went. And just because even though they, they're in terms of time knowing each other, it was hours yeah, it was like, I think, hours. like, two, like, yeah, in the hours. I know you the longest, like, and I've known you, like, in-game for, like, maybe 25 hours instead of, like, 24. Yeah, <laughs> and so it was, like, so it was, like, even then, but there was so much that went into it, and it, and, and being able to do that fun kind of when we were brought in together, just having that little bit of, like, feeling like you've caught the end of a conversation... Mm-hmm. And there's a callback to that conversation. Just having that where Victoria knows what I'm talking about mm-hmm. and everyone else has to do like a, what happened just before this? Yeah. You know, it, it, it's just so much. So even if it's just you've, you met each other hours before and this happened, it does it's so much enough. for the start yeah. of your campaign. Yeah. I, you know, you can... You can do the a whole bunch of strangers meet up by circumstance. You know, you're all thrown into a jail cell together is a great classic one. Or, you know, pulled through a portal. You know, I'm quite sure there's a lot of campaigns that start with, like, you're forced into that situation together. Um, but I find that that is, for someone that's at least played a little bit, if it's a first-time player, I say definitely, like, just do those pre-established connections with people in the long run it won't change a lot because these are still first level characters normally um but it just it gets rid of so much awkward stuff in the beginning i think it solves a lot of issues um just commenting on what actually jj and michael talked about when they were last on your show um i hated the first time i played D for the I hated it. I absolutely hated it because uh, similar to actually what uh, Stumpy was talking about on a chat, 
um, I just kind of got thrown into a group of people who were already kind of like in full swing of things. I was very new to it. I was still kind of like uneasy about what things were. And because of that, I was definitely like kitty cornered into what I could kitty do. Cornered. Yes, <laughs> kitty cornered into what you I could actually there. do. What I could do. <laughs> yeah. And the whole time I was just like, I don't understand what's going on. There were a lot of rules that you, they were just anticipating me to just know. Um, one of the things that I did like about it was that there was like this cool kind of role-playing essence, but it felt like every time that I wanted to like step in or like kind of bounce ideas off of folks, it all automatically got shut down because it was like the rules don't allow you to do that. Um, so it got to the point where I was like asking myself, like, can my character go to the bathroom right now? Like, is that something that I can do? Mm. Um, and we're like, well, it's not useful to do that. So let's just, we'll tell you when to do something and then it will continue like playing the game. And so eventually like afterwards, there was like a period of time where it was like, whatever this game is, it's stupid and I don't like it. Mm. Um, and it was actually when I started hanging out with a bunch of like improv actors that have played it like regularly, they kind of played it with this idea of like, yes and everything. So if mm-hmm. you wanted to try and do something, we're just yes, gonna like make it work. Exactly. Um, you wanna so go to the I bathroom, do. roll a con saving. Exactly. And then you roll and you fan, we're gonna talk about everything that happens. So I did like that in the sense that there was a balance. So that particular group ended up being the polar opposite of just like, all right, you wanna kind of step into this world, so let's play off of that and let's also give each other kind of like some time to figure out their characters and develop stuff with other people. Same thing when uh, me and Chrissy had our campaign mm-hmm. for the first time we were just kind of thrown into it mm-hmm. and it was a lot of fear that i was afraid oh, that we yeah. were gonna go right yeah. back into that same situation because everybody was in the full swing of things but i, I didn't also know it was think okay. that because the two of us went into an already established campaign together and the fact that he connected us right away together like it it kind of made us feel a little bit more welcome at least with each other even though we were like the outcasts of the new group, like the DM handled it very well in terms of integrating our two characters into the group. Instead of doing it one on like one at a time, he's like, "Here's two new people that you get to travel with." And then we had kind work. of like an in-game zero session as that session was happening, which was interesting because like we had a separate story that brought us into the into rest of the, the group, main, which was interesting, yeah. similar to what like uh, Ink and Vic were talking about. That idea of just before coming through the doors, you all had that story. Mm-hmm. Um, what I liked about it too, and this is something that we actually talked to some of the other party. I wish they were here to hear it, but. Um, uh, some of the players that were in that campaign actually did a bit of research on Roll20 about me and Chrissy's characters prior to us starting and kind of said, like, you know, I really want my character to kind of think about how this character would live in our world and what opinions I would have of this person. So by the time that came in, I didn't even realize it, but the one of the players already had an idea of, like, how they would respond to some of the things that we would say, kind of, like, open up the doors of allowing us to kind of step in. So, like, my character was able to connect with this character really easily, even though the characters hate each other. And that's, that's was another idea thing, of like too, that, like, if you're other. accepting new players into an already established campaign to make it easy for the new players to join your group, because that's yeah. what we did with Sarah with Storm King's Thunder. We we made it so Sarah's character had a connection with Zoss's character, so she wasn't completely lost to just jump in and join us. Like they had a connection. So like it, it allowed our group and Storm King's Thunder to be more open and more receptive to her joining our group. And I feel like as important as it is for the DM to handle it properly and the new player to be more open to it, it's also important for the established party that's already playing to be open to it as well. I, Lip, I can't. I'm seriously gonna like 
keeps no, the me. bit the bit more. <laughs> I mean, it's like it sounds. It sounds. It sounds. Can like you hear me now? To jump. It sounds like nerve wracking to like jump in on a campaign that's already going. But like to me, that's that actually sounds like really exciting to me. Like I would actually, I would love to be able to do either like a guest spot or like just jump in because it's like. I kind of am liking it with Opal because it's like everyone else has their history and that's like I'm here <laughs> hello like to do that for like a really long term adventuring group like as a guest or to be like you have to deal with me, me now yeah um sounds really exciting to me also the you get to like make like a little bit of like a pumped up character um which is fun because uh, it's like what have they been getting up to while all of this has been happening no that sounds really exciting to me i want to do that just bug everybody just be like let me in <laughs> let me in accept me senpai <laughs> oh, because because you know I'll, I'll i'll find some really wacky zany weird person to bring in be like you have to love me any uh any thoughts danica victoria on anything yeah. negative experience or just what we're talking about in terms of new players and joining campaign yeah um I started playing just random groups random DMs here and there and it was really really fun and I really liked it um and then I started DMing in January and also loved it uh was su having such a good time um but something that a lot of people don't talk about when you're a DM is how to deal with when you're not doing a good job. Mm. And I think that's something really important because I think for me, I thought, I'm doing such a great job. Like my players are laughing. They're having a good time. Um, and yes, they were. Uh, but in some areas, no. They felt like in some areas they were being corralled and I had no idea. And so something really healthy I encourage to do every couple months with your group, especially if you're not, um, in my life, I, I was hanging out with these people like all the time before we started DMing. And then our game became the only time we'd meet every week, which is kind of straining on your relationship with the people you play with. Um, especially you games. really have to, yeah, I, and I, I just think I completely agree agree with Matt Colville. Like, you have to be friends with the people you play with, and you must mm. be hanging out with them, regardless of you, of whether or not you play D and D. And that wasn't true for us because we were so busy um, that you can't really check in with each other. You can't be like, "Hey, DM, like, I feel my character feels a little bit like this." Like, and I can hear that out. Like, we just we couldn't do that as easily. Um, also, my group is very bad with confrontation. Like, they will just let it sit in them. And I'm like, talk, talk to me. Um, so what I encourage people to do, regardless of what your players are like or what you're like, is check in every other month. Just, like, be like, we're not going to play yet. We're just going to sit before we play. And we're just going to talk for, like, an hour. What do you What do you get out of D&D? &D? And, then, and then everyone go around the table and talk about that. And then be like... Do you have anything that you have on your mind that you'd like to tell me you want me to, to work on as a DM? Because I think making sure your players have a good time at the table is so important. And if I can improve my storytelling, I want to. That, that's something that's really hard to realize is when you're not doing 
the best you can um and when you need to get better i think i think that's something that not a lot of people talk about but i think it's really positive for people to think about like sometimes you're not being the best player at the table sometimes you're not being the best dm at the table Mm. and that's okay you just gotta be open and receptive to others and work on it and come back to it and try and be better it's yeah and that's what I like about this group. Like, even though we're not at a live table, like we're not hanging out every single day, we still make time for each other and we still talk to each other and have video calls and chat all the time mm-hmm. and just stay connected and actually establish friendships outside of game. Yeah, it's really positive. I uh, wanted to be around these folks so much that I uh, actually called them while I was at work the other day. <laughs> it was the best day of my life. Uh, very fun. Wonderful. It was absolutely wonderful. I was at work <laughs> just, too. Just hop, on, just, hop, just hop on an Amtrak to Rhode Island. Disclaimer, I'll show you, you should not play, yeah. you should not do video calls at work. This do is not. not. Because you don't know what kind of sounds are going to come out of that <laughs> At the, when your boss walks by, yeah, this is the lesson here. A lot of trouble. A lot yeah. of trouble. <laughs> well, I think we should start wrapping up soon. Probably. If there's any last, like last thoughts, we should. Yeah. I would. I, I would haven't say had any real bad experiences because I'm a noob. So like that's cool. That's good. We're, we're good. Yay! We're, will be good enough bad experience for you yeah. in the times Just to come. Just give it time. <laughs> JJ will work his magic. <laughs> I would say, is there any like last? Ooh, ooh. Right. No, 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 go, go, go. I feel like you already destroyed Victoria in those opening sessions. (laughs) You broke her so quickly. There was a lot of emotional. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, that was a lot of emotional. Opal still has no no idea what happened. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you keep talking about stabbings? I want to keep playing it. I want to keep. Uh, JJ, can you run us a special thing right now? What happened? Well, I was actually, I was actually gonna ask uh, Christy. I mean, later, but I was, I was thinking, like, if you don't want to run, you know, Mystic Hour, we could take over Mystic Hour and do yes! a special yes! episode yes! of uh, Hello High Water Deep. If you, you know, yeah, if you wanted to get your little. Extra All right. fixing. All the, right. Okay. The, you know what? I will say occasionally, not every week, but I will say <laughs> maybe once a month. Oh my gosh. We can have. Is it? Is it going to be canon, JJ? Well, it can be. Uh, it, can it can be, be our little shopping trips. Like it may not even be uh, your characters. You may. Oh, like one shots just in Waterdeep. Yeah. Just okay. like, like extra. Do you hear that, Stumpy? Do you hear it, Stumpy? Stumpy. Be there. I want to be a blacksmith. I would like to roll for my. But I, I, I had the, I had the blacksmith idea. Oh, JJ, you're gonna now. I can now. I can okay. smack all my characters. I, and I, I, I will be open to this. I'm totally fine oh. allowing for a special mystic hour monthly episode and i mean if anyone from uh from chat wants to get in on this if i mean i just need more i just need more stuff in my week i need D &D every day you could be cat i want to be in our show like like (laughs) i have too much in my week I don't want to. I mean, That's I don't okay, want to take. Danica. I don't want to take yeah. Mr. away from from from. Yes, we Christy, do. But, yes, you, well, do. you do. What are you talking about? <laughs> but no, I mean, like literally. I see how want, it is. Like, no one watched Christy no, talking during if, a talk show. Okay, just. I'm just. I'm gonna, all I'm saying is, this if, is JJ hour. If, JJ hour. <laughs> if JJ, like, I'm just saying, if JJ is here, 
Um, I would love, obviously, for everyone else to be here. But if JJ's here and I'm here, get whoever, get whoever you want. I'll be there. Just because I'm really needy for okay, more Okay, I think we can do this because I know time. Danica, I'm sorry, Danica, I know Danica can't always be here for Thursdays, but on the days Danica can't be here, we can pull in special guests. Yeah. Oh my god, Danica is become like... Become canon in our world. Oh my god, oh my god, we can and do stories, and then they can become NPCs. <gasps> I'm saying, like, Danica is becoming our Yasha. Danica is our, our Yasha! Yasha! Oh no! <laughs> No, 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 no. Okay, this is not, I'm Ashley being gone all the time and then coming back and feeling like you're out of the loop. I feel like Ashley must feel like that. I feel like Ashley I must I think she feels sit bad. there and be like, like I it's not out going to be every Epic week, Danica, no, I promise. Yeah, no, yeah no, it's because you're doing great things with I your life. I think it's yes. so talented. Yes. I'm in college and every 24-7 there's something I should be doing my senior year. <laughs> If I could have Danica, if I could have Danica with us every single day, I mean, I would, I would fight, I would fight for it. But like, it does, it does sound like a great way to bring in some like people into the world, make some NPCs. Um, It's like every other week that I would be able to join and just like confirm with me, like of course. Yeah, we, we like will Sunday discuss this off stream because okay. we are running it's late now. It is like something yeah, we're running late. late. I'm, we are, I'm like so. Oh my god, you just are, like blow my mind. <laughs> good job, yeah, like two blow. minutes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good job, okay. JJ. Way to end the stream. All right. Uh, <laughs> last minute shoutouts to Streamlabs and Dicebar. Dicebar.com. Go check them out if you want free expedited shipping to anywhere in the world. Enter the code PROBO, P-R-O-B-O, and you will get your free shipping for your Dyson D&D merchandise. So thank you, Dice Bard. Also, tomorrow we are back again with Storm King's Thunder at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Insight check on Saturday at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Tomb of Annihilation Mondays. Back again on Wednesday for Hell or High Water Deep at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So come and join us. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you to my guests. Inc, Victoria, JJ, Danica, Lip, I love you all. Thank you so much for being here with we me love and you enjoying too, this really chill episode. I love you all. Thanks for watching, and we will see you next time. Okay, love you. Bye. 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 Bye.